From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 266, for the week of March 20th, 2014. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Nancy's a little under the weather tonight. In this week's show, we help Chris from Australia plan his solo trip. And it's March Madness time once again at Disneyland. Yay. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Diz Sports Threat of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. We are recording a little bit later in the week than we normally do, which is good because we got a chance to check out a couple new things at Disneyland. I thought it's because we were hungover from St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that could be it, too. But we were able. I was able to check out, and actually Mary Jo was able to check out the new Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, which is awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun. It, I mean, How finally, big of an finally, fi- say again? How big of an improvement? Not that huge. it needed to be improved, but... Huge. Even, okay, so, I mean, they, they have a new effect that I don't know how much we should go into. I mean, it's all over the internet, but... Yeah, I watched it online. Even if they hadn't done that... I'd still say it's a success because that ride is so smooth. I like that it's smooth, but at the same time, I kind of miss the um, the feeling that you're riding a train. It doesn't feel like a train mm. to me anymore. Now it's a roller coaster. Oh, okay. That that was the first thing that Nick, my son, said when mm-hmm. we got off the ride. He was like, "Oh, he goes that there was no uh, you know that clackety sound uh, from the train." Gotcha. They need to. They need to. Need to put in a soundtrack of clacking. Yeah, I think so. And and maybe maybe <laughs> just you know, in the since we did do the previews, maybe it does have that sound in a normal ride. But um, right. when we were there, we didn't hear it at all. But hmm. th- the animals were there. The the goat. The and you know, um, what about when you first go in that cave and the bats that are flying? Right. Th- there's some new bats. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, and yeah, the videos that I saw didn't pick up. The bats, so I'm curious yes, to yeah. see those. Yeah, and then that new that new lift hill at the at the very end is is um, it's a, a neat effect. Don't ruin it for me. I'm not ruining <laughs> it. I'm not ruining it. I'm just saying. Oh, in that, the tunnel. I mean, the that, cavern there. Yeah, I mean, they. I think they. I think they did very well for fans on this one. And we rode in the very last seats, so mm-hmm. um, I. That's always the I, best. Well, it was really cool. And I think that depending where you sit on the train, you're going to have a little bit of a different experience just because of the effects that they do have. You're going to see different things, whether you're at the front of the train, middle or back. I don't think I ever got in the very back. I was. It's always the fastest because they have to slow down. Otherwise, it's the best. You know, and even though it was fast, it wasn't, it didn't throw us around. Um, It was like Tom said, it was very smooth. Did they do anything with the. Did they do anything with the um, the restraints at all, or is it still just that big wide bench? It's still the same. Because that's always a str- that was always a stress when Andrew was little, because yeah. I'm big and he's flying around and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, my muscular legs West. are just so huge. Yeah. Christian <laughs> um, was sat with West and would slam him up against the. Not, I mean, would intentionally 
secure him up against the side so that yeah until he even now i still have a hard time not holding on to him when i'm riding because mm-hmm. it's and just when, he's still moving around and stuff um they, it's still the same but um at least for nick and me it was pretty cool and i don't know if they had this before but we noticed that they have the pouch in the front now where you could put your purse and other items i think it was it was there was yeah, it i never noticed that, that before um, one thing I want to mention is that I was there opening day, and in two hours' time, I rode it four times. The line moves, and, and every time I, I got in line, the queue was outside the normal queue. It, they, were, they're, they're, they have some ropes, temporary ropes, behind the um, Fast Pass machines. They're in front of Rancho de Zocalo or uh, Zocalo Park. The queue was out there, and it was still maybe 20, 25-minute waits. Is it, do you think it's moving faster now than it was before? Oh, yeah. Did they what have more think? trains oh, yeah. on the... On they the... had five trains running. They had up to five trains running. Did they do anything to improve that, or that just happened to be... I don't know, but they... they I mean, the, the cast members were so pumped up, and they were just pumping people through there so what i'm what i'm trying what i'm getting at is even if you see that the queue looks long and that it, the queue's out the out the regular queue and 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 you know outside of it don't be discouraged if if the science is 35 minute wait it probably is so for some from some reason they are able to well because i mean to the two sides i guess helps but they're able to, to get lots of people through there quickly yeah i think that's kind of cool Excuse me, I think one of the changes or the differences between this, when the Matterhorn, after the long refurbishment, and people went on the Matterhorn, you know, we had a lot of people who didn't like the changes that were made, right? We don't like the, the cars yeah. and, and right. the bobsleds, etc. For Big Thunder Mountain, I think this is just, um, they hit the ball out of the ballpark with this one. Yeah, I think so. I was trying I was trying to avoid overselling it, but I think you're right, Mary jo. I think I think they they did right by Tony Baxter on this one. Yeah. So the other thing that opened is Starbucks. I haven't had a chance to check it out, but you got you got to go inside there, Mary Jo? I did go inside. The the store is quite large and okay. they had um seating inside. What I didn't check was to see if they have Wi-Fi like they do at the other Starbucks, but since They do. They do. They do. Okay. Yeah. What I really liked was the patio outside. Um mm-hmm. it was a shady area to sit um, a lot of trees and benches, excuse me, tables and benches and chairs where people could relax right. and have something. And I noticed that they sold the um, typical Starbucks type um, food. Right. Um, and there was a huge selection. And as soon as that place opened, it was all, there were always people in there. So um, there were a lot of people working behind the counter. So mm-hmm. I would I think that um, the lines will be uh, taken care of. They're expecting this to be a high volume store, and they have the appropriate um, personnel handling the the merchandise. So I like it. It was pretty. What I'm most interested in seeing is when the uh, tournament bracket comes out. If Starbucks makes it into the, <laughs> I'm really curious for, for such a new new entry. I don't know. I mean, who knows what the brackets are going to be and what's right, what right. are they going to be rides? Are they going to be food? Are they going to mix? But Starbucks, they have that whole corporate thing going. I don't know. I'm, I can't wait to find out. Shameless plug. <laughs> well, Thank and, you. and and there's and there's, I don't know. We've we've got 
will Starbucks will it be Starbucks versus Starbucks in the finals? Who knows? If, oh, that's if, right, because yeah. there's three of them. Well, and especially if we just do a coffee tournament of sixty-four, yes. I think yes. they have a pretty good shot. If we yeah. do um, a um, Monte Cristo tournament of sixty-four, I don't think Starbucks is going to mm, last. No. I, I just don't. Sorry, shameless plug is done. Yeah, thank, you. thank you, Tony. Um, um, also, got to mention our photo contest is now up and running on our fa- on the Disunplugged Facebook page. Uh, go to facebook.com slash disunplugged and you can enter there. Uh, submit your best Disneyland photo. There's also a, f- a contest for the Disney World side. Uh, you can enter through the end of the month and the contest will continue with people voting on your photos through, I believe it's April 15th. So you can go in there, you got to like the page, upload your photo, and then start bugging your family and friends to go and vote for your photo. Winner gets a five-day, five-night Disneyland Resort package, uh, I'm sorry, Disneyland Resort vacation, with a stay at either the Paradise Pier or the Disneyland Hotel, which is very cool. Um, I've, I've seen lots of photos on there. Uh, just be very careful. Make sure one of the problems we're running to is people submitting photos on the wrong, wrong contest. And if that happens, it just goes away. So you need to make sure you're on the right, on the Disneyland side and enter there with your favorite Disneyland photo and you could win yourself a return trip. And Tom, how do people vote on the photos? You you also you click on the same link. There's a tab that says enter and a tab that says vote. Ah, okay. It's at the and top of noticed, the page. Yep. And, and you I, can vote as many photos as you want, and you can vote once per day. And I notice that people are able to send out links saying vote for my photo because mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of those. <laughs> Good. <laughs> getting the word out. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, Coasting for Kids is coming up June 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have... Currently, I think 12, 11 or 12 uh, riders. Oh, how fun. We have, I think, seven seven here, five at Dorney Park. That's 12, and one at Carowinds. Um, but that is, it's at every single, well, not every single, 11 different Cedar Fair parks across the country. We are raising money for Give Kids the World, and it's always a good time. Uh, join Mary Jo and I out at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, join Justine and her team at Dorney Park in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, Cedar Point is doing it. They've, even there's a, there's a park in Canada that's doing it. Uh, I like that everybody was there with the intent that it was for Give Kids the World and that we're raising money for them. Mm-hmm. But in, with that at the back of our mind, Knott's really treated us well. They gave us breakfast and lunch. and Yeah, they did. And... Um, I was telling somebody that, you know, we first were riding the ride and you have your hands up and then the next time, you know, you're just riding it. And then pretty soon we were like talking back and forth to each other, just chatting while we were on the roller coaster. But um, there was a big um, feeling of camaraderie between all the riders. Yeah. Wow. And we, well, we and, new and friends, last so. year it was it was everybody was on the same train all day long. So you you. You, you got to, it was and there was only thirty of us so you got to, you got to know everybody mm-hmm. it was really cool also I picked up a couple prizes for that was high fundraisers cool I picked up another another <laughs> poor Dave I picked up another steampunk Sleeping Beauty castle which is a it's a print of his his of Dave Avanzino's artwork 
and he's making prints now. And so he signed the mat for us. And so I have a Sleeping Beauty, ca- uh, steampunk Sleeping Beauty castle. And then he also did a uh, a art piece of artwork f- for when New Fantasyland opened in Florida. So he, he has a print of that. Oh, I didn't know. And, okay. Yeah, that's really nice. And so I have the the mat signed on that too. And so I think that will probably go to the top fundraiser on Team East. Team West will get a Steampunk Sleeping Beauty Castle, and we'll see what else we can come up with for prizes. But it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Just go to coastingforkids.org, look for Team Diz Coaster Palooza, East or West, hopefully West, <laughs> and <laughs> go west. join us on June eighth as we as we have lots of fundraising money for Give Kids the World. Uh, don't forget also we're still um, getting information out there for the Arizona meet. So if you are in that area. Uh, contact Nicole, and I think Denise is working on it, and just put, throw your throw your hat out there and, and give them some give them a hand. Any other housekeeping? I've kind of blabbed on and on. Um, I have a couple that <coughs> I got off the Diz itself off of our forum, and um, I'm reading that Flows is going to stop serving breakfast. I heard that. So that's kind of disappointing because a lot of people like to eat their tamale. Uh, an egg breakfast, and it's a nice place yeah. to go at California Adventure for a sit-down breakfast. So that's that said. I hope that they'll have it open again in the summertime, but don't know. Right. And then um, I read that the general public's no longer going to be able to um, get on the Lily Bell. That now you're either going to have to um, either be a Club Thirty Three member or um, sponsored by a member, or on the ABD tours or one of the VIP tours. Because people just disrespect the the car and they've been stealing things and the wear and tear um, just got to be too much. And so Disney's just not going to let people go on it anymore. So I thought that that's a shame that people just ruin it for for everybody else. Yeah. So I'm glad that I was able to ride it one time. But uh, I'll see how you are. <laughs> well, and, and it was a while ago. But um, so if you're going to go on the VIP tour or one of those, be sure to ask for a ride on the Lily Bell. So. <laughs> Any other housekeeping? I have a housekeeping. Go ahead. Well, Dick Van Dyke's appearance at Walt's Barn on March 16th was postponed because Dick Van Dyke is under the weather. And the Carolwood Foundation is going to be rescheduling the signing as soon as it can be arranged. So for guests who purchased a priority access, refunds will be given if they want them. However, you can retain your reserved spot to be the first to enter on the new date. So notification will be sent as soon as Mr. Van Dyke has rescheduled. So the new date for signing with Dick Van Dyke, though, may not be on one of their regularly scheduled third Sundays of the month. So in order to stay up to date and find out when um, Mr. Van Dyke is going to appear... Um, check their Facebook page, which is Walt Disney's Barn, or follow them on Twitter, at Walt's Barn, for their latest up-to-minute um, developments. Very cool. I hope he's feeling better. Yeah, me too. You know, when you hear that you know a veteran actor like that is under the weather, you get a little worried. Right. Yeah. And he's special. Um, don't forget chat nights, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m., uh, on the Diz. Uh, d- if you want to get a hold of the Disneyland team, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. 
if you want links to what we talk about here or if links to any other of our shows, you can go to disunplugged.com. You can also listen to the Orlando show there. Any other housekeeping? Yes, thank you for reminding me. Um, <laughs> because all I do is talk about SeaWorld for some reason. Um, no San Diego, Justin. Oh, first of all, on tomorrow, on tomorrow, <laughs> um, March 21st will be the f- official 50th anniversary of SeaWorld. And the oh. city of San Diego, despite the protests of some supporters of Blackfish, um, mm-hmm. named March SeaWorld Month. But there was oh an issue. God. Like it was on the news because there was an issue. It's interesting that they name it SeaWorld Month, but the month's almost over. But, um, you know. But, anyways, I just wanted to let people know that and that the 50th anniversary is about to start. So. Awesome. Wow. There you go. Time. And just I'm a real old. quick happy first day of spring, everybody. Oh, yeah. Days are getting I st- longer. I still can't get out of bed with daylight savings. I'm still <laughs> struggling. I love the extra light in the evening. Me too. You know, though? And it's finally getting warm in California. I'm so happy. And I don't be... I don't... What, really? You just said that? It's finally getting <laughs> warm in California? Did you see the winter this year? <laughs> like, we had one day of rain. Uh, yeah, we had one weekend of winter, I think. You can send all the... Mary Jo is insensitive to our weather emails to Mary Jo, not not me. It was, a, it was a beautiful weekend. I was in Oxnard, California, for and we were, we were at the Embassy Suites there. Not totally unrelated to Disney. My my son was playing hockey, but that that was it was an awesome location. We were like right on the beach. You were in in very honored ground. That's where the Dallas Cowboys do their spring training. No, you were in even more more than that. That was where Tony Spatel taught. He got his first exactly. ever time I, teaching I, I gig. I, I did a salute to the the first place I ever taught. First job. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I scarred those kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that plaque is for. <laughs> yeah, in memory of the fact that I didn't. I taught them the times tables. The third graders did learn the times tables. I made sure of that. Anyway, I had a nice train ride back from from Oxnard to Anaheim, and and I. I don't know where I was, Mary Jo. You're gonna have to tell me because I I was coming out of the Simi Valley Station, and I look over to the left side of the train, and there was a movie set. I could see the back of a movie set. It was really weird. From what Simi was Valley. The movie. I have no idea. It was just a, the back back of you could see it was. Were they just on location then? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So that's Rob, that's housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> Time for news. Oh, that was save informative. Me. Save me. Okay, news. That's what we're doing. So I'm I'm stalling here I'm as I'm getting the news. Ooh, I hope you're reporting on whatever's being filmed in Oxnard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually, actually saw that too. So because I was I drove up that way on the weekend. Okay, and you have no more information than Tom. <laughs> you know how? No, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> let's no, begin I just with said the, they're, they're filming the, something over yeah, there. Yeah, let's begin. Yeah, it is Southern California. Things do get filmed. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Not now I sound like it. Now I'm the insensitive one. Like, oh, well, people are shooting all over the place. And <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, but that was just me being a smart aleck. Okay, three. I don't need to say three, two, one, do I? Let's yeah. just start, huh? A Colorado woman who allegedly convinced her young son he had cancer is accused of scamming more than $25,000 out of her family in the local oh. community. 
Sandy Wynn, 28, was arrested recently. She allegedly told her six-year-old son, along with the community, that he was diagnosed with cancer in September 2012. Money collected by Wynn oh through school gosh. fundraisers and other donations was used to finance a trip to Disneyland. Wynn is believed to be the only one who knew it was a scam. We don't have any reason to believe that anyone other than her knew the truth, Etheridge said. The little boy believed he had cancer. The rest of the family believed he had cancer. When investigators issued a search warrant of Wynn's home recently, they said they found $23,000 in cash. Police say Wynn then admitted that her son doesn't actually have cancer. According to a website promoting a charity walk for the little boy, in June 2013, the child's family was told he probably only had eight more months with them. Wynn faces two felony charges of theft and criminal impersonation. Just last year, there were two other reported cases of mothers who convinced their children they had cancer. In August of last year, 31-year-old Emily Crino allegedly told her four-year-old son he was going to die and subjected him to numerous unnecessary medical tests in the hoax. And then in September of last year, 32-year-old mother of seven, Stephanie Weddle, was accused of scamming $2,000 in donations after telling people her child was dying of cancer. She's accused of uni- she is accused of using the money for minor purchases, including buying gas for her car. But this one was for Disneyland, so... These poor children. That's horrible. I mean, besides everything besides else, the, the psychological thing, yeah. damage that's been done to these children is... Uh, those women need to be sterilized. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. They it need is. to be shocked. Yeah. But that's uh, it. Yeah, to be yeah. used by your parent like that, the betrayal, is just horrible. I know. I, I'm flabbergasted. I've never heard. I, I and I had never heard of those other two news stories. Neither did I. Where they had convinced the children they were dying. Wow. Okay. In a much more happy news segment. Uh, I'm glad I did that one first. Way to bring down the room. Thanks. Please give Sorry us happy. Lord. Okay. Just when you think humanity can't get lower, right? A parent doing that to their child. Well, let's look. Let's bring things up. That won't be hard. The head of the Disney company confirmed that there could be more room for Star Wars and Marvel attractions at Disneyland, but they won't go where the Nemo subs are. Bob Iger, chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company, said Disney has no plans to get rid of the Finding Nemo submarine voyage ride at Disneyland, addressing well-circulated rumors that the lagoon space could be used for a new attraction. Iger made the statements during the company's annual meeting after a shareholder asked about plans to possibly <laughs> replace the submarines with a Marvel attraction. That might have been Nancy, and that's why she's feeling under the weather. That was after they asked when Song of the South is being released yeah, exactly. on DVD. <laughs> We believe it's in its rightful place and open and there for guests to enjoy, young and old, Iger said. The issue came up recently after rumors in January when Disneyland shut down the ride for an extensive refurbishing. But Disney officials emphasized that Finding Nemo is to reopen in the fall. The original submarine voyage ride closed in 1998, staying shut until 2007 when it returned with a Finding Nemo theme based on the Pixar movie of the same title. Some Disney fans were relieved by Iger's comments. It shouldn't even be an option to actually close it down, said Liz Cerezo, 37, of Brea, woo, who runs a special, <laughs> oh, who runs a Spanish-language Disney blog. But I'm not going to give the name because we don't want all of our Spanish listeners to go to it. They can look right. in the paper. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad Bob Iger completely squashed those rumors. Iger did hint that something new would be coming along. 
We are looking at opportunities for Marvel and Star Wars, Iger said. You can expect that there's more ahead for Disneyland. Also during the meeting in Portland, Oregon, Iger announced the dates for the 4th D23 Expo. The official Disney... That was my rapid fire. Didn't you read my email? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, then, okay, here's what I'll say, and then I'll offer for to you. Also during the meeting in Portland, Iger announced the dates for the 4th D23 Expo, which Tom will use as his rapid fire later on. <laughs> Good and, save. Yes, and that's the news. What do you guys think about that? You, you, uh, Disney's really been going out of their way to, to squash that rumor about the subs. I mean, they even have the big kinda, sign kinda up there saying that we're coming back. And, oh, I and didn't see that, that sign, What's that thing about really? protesting too much? Oh, yeah, my lady does protest too much. I don't I think don't that they would... I, I don't think they would have such a huge misdirection if they really intended to get rid of the subs. Uh, I tend to... Okay. You, you think they're... They just don't want people to talk about it? They don't want people to protest until it's already gone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I think when Bob Iger comes out and says it, I mean, you know, I, I think I think perhaps they had that intention at one time. But I think because of the, the wonder that is Magic, Magic Bands, bands. <laughs> that maybe that the plan has been delayed. Yeah. That's my theory, I, and I'm not basing it on any rumor or anything like that. But the important thing that came out of that meeting, Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah, and Cars 3. Mm. Cars 2 bombed. Cars the, 2 was okay. It, it did all right. Yeah. It, did all right financially. it made its money, but yeah. as a movie, it was... But in merchandise, yeah. it did very well. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Time for Rapid Fire, Mr. Bowling. Okay, well, starting March 28th, since we're talking about spring, the Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree in Frontierland will be decked out in flowers and other springtime decor. Hey. So, so some of our favorite Disney characters will be stopping by to meet us, along with Mr. Easter Bunny and a carrot patch of famous Disney rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Also, several times each day, an energetic country band will take the stage, not Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, at, which is probably the name of the band, not Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, <laughs> as a group of dancing cowboys and cowgirls come together for a lively hoedown and bunny hop that will get you off your feet and joining right in. Also, Disneyland is returning the popular Easter egg hunt that was first introduced during last year's limited time magic promotion. Oh, Remember that? Yep. Yeah, limited time magic. Gosh, seems like such a long time ago. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. The hunt will be expanded to both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, and guests who purchase the map can hunt for special hidden eggs themed to Disney characters. And when they're found, the corresponding sticker is placed on a specially themed extravaganza map to re <laughs> represent that location so you can purchase the maps and stickers for $4.95 plus tax at several merchandise locations and this event will run um, from April 10th to April 20th so springtime roundup is going to bring a lot of excitement plus egg art demonstrations, fun crafts, yummy treats and more so it all kicks off on March 28th at Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree. Keeps going all the way to April 20th. So hop on down the Big Thunder Trail Bunny Trail and join the fun. 
That sounds like fun, actually. I would want to get one of those maps and try to find... I love looking for things anyway at Disneyland, so... Yeah, actually, I think this does sound like it would be fun, especially mm-hmm. if you have young children. Or young and I, I love yeah, And I love the flowers and all that that they do at Disneyland in the spring. They really outdo themselves. They do. With the flower beds and everything. All right. Thank you, Michael. Mary Jo? Well, we know that there's um, a couple of uh, famous Disney stars who have wine, um, vineyards that sell wine are Fess Parker and John Lasseter. But another one of my favorite Disney actors has wine. Also, in his that's Kurt Russell has a wine called the Goji wine, and he come. They came with that name from um, his nickname. He couldn't pronounce his middle name, so he pronounced his middle name as Goji. So that was his nickname when he was a kid, and it's a Pinot Noir. And what's kind of cool about this is that just north of Santa Barbara, they have a a hotel, um, and this is in the the Los Alamos area. It's the Rancho Los Alamos area. There's a lot of history over there, and there was a very popular stagecoach stop, and the Union Hotel opened in 1880 for overnight travelers. In this hotel, they have a wine room where Kurt Russell's wine is sold, and there's kind of cool things to do over there. I'm going to be doing a blog to give more information But you know how much I like history in California, and I'll be able to explore a little bit more about this. And I just wanted to bring it to people's attention, especially if you're traveling. We get a lot of people on the Diz who are traveling from San Francisco to to Disneyland, and they want they want to know what places can they stop at. I would recommend this as one of the places to stop at. It's kind of close to the Purisima Mission, uh, south of San Luis Obispo, between San Luis Obispo and Santa Barbara. And it's a really, the hotel and the wine room um, look really um, cool, especially from a historical perspective. So keep, keep an eye out for that blog. And, cool. I, and I'm going to go visit it, of course. Yay. Maybe you'll <laughs> see Kurt. I might. Awesome. Thank you, my Joe. <laughs> and as Tony said, my rapid fire is... <laughs> Dates were announced for the 2015 D23 Expo, August 14th, 15th, and 16th of 2015. The Expo will return to Anaheim with all of its usual fun and frivolity and archives and uh, stage passes returning, which is was hopefully they'll, they'll work all the kinks out of that. Tickets go on sale one year in advance, so August 14th of 2014 you will be able to get your tickets for the D23 Expo, and I'm sure they will be as before where there's different prices depending on when you get it, with the cheapest tickets being probably through the end of 2014. So you'll want to watch for those. All those details, we'll make sure we have those for you. And as as and again, this year we will be there covering wall-to-wall D23 Expo D23 Expo coverage. And since Tony stole my rapid fire, I get to have two. <laughs> I did not steal it. I introduced it. <laughs> oh, yes. I get to have two. Uh, don't forget, coming up in okay, Nancy. And, and in May, <laughs> City Race has their events again. April 27th, the City Race Disney California Adventure is rerun. May 18th, the City Race Disneyland. Those are both on sale now, so if you enjoyed how if you 
heard us talk about it and think it sounds like fun, uh, head over to their website. I'll put a link in the show notes. And I, I highly recommend it. We were yeah. able. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. Right, we were able to test it out, and we had, like Michael said, had so much fun. Yeah, well, and then West and I did the Disneyland one. It, it, it is a lot of fun. All right, Mr. Spatel. Okay. Well, because I'm the running expert, not really, because I used to run a long time ago. Um, <laughs> the um, Beginning with this August Disneyland Half Marathon, runners participating in Run Disney races will now be required to pick up their own participant packet according to the run disney website you must pick up your own participant packet which includes your event issued bib number and timing device during regular scheduled hours individuals will no longer be able to pick up participant packets on behalf of others so i guess that is discouraging the resale of race bibs is that is that that's, the, is there a whole the black spe- market that's the speculation that's yeah, all over social media like is people were signing up and then i would have sold mine it. Huge, huge marker because they sell out so quickly. Well, I, I mean, yeah. so, so not like the three hundred dollar fee isn't enough. Right, I'm gonna exactly. now spend like double. Okay, I got to get into this. You know black what I'm gonna market. do is I'm gonna start selling pasta dinners. Yes, <laughs> at half price. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> I'm marking them up. Nice. <laughs> we could start a whole black market. Yes. Yeah, so you're, hey, if you want to do the black market version of uh, the Run Disney Weekend, it will only cost you like $8,000. Yes. It'll be more expensive than an Adventures by Disney and a cruise put together. <laughs> exactly. So, Anyways, that's it. All right, cool. Nothing about SeaWorld or Zoo. Nothing about SeaWorld? I know. Mm-hmm. Only slightly disappointed. All right, that's Rapid Fire. Time for Threat of the Week, Mary Jo. This week we have a thread by Albie Taps, who's been on the Diz since 2007. And Albie Taps has a thread called Snacking Around. And she writes, or he writes, because he portrays himself as Mickey. Sorry about that, Albie Taps. He writes, if you were to wander around each park on different days, list what snacks you would eat along the way if you couldn't sit down to eat at any table or counter service restaurant. For example, at the Magic Kingdom, Start with a cream cheese pretzel in Tomorrowland. Get a funnel cake from Sleepy Hollow. Turkey leg from Frontierland, etc. You can say it however you want. I just want to hear what some ideal snacking places are throughout Disneyland and California Adventure. And be as specific as you like. I've never been, so the more details, the easier it will be for me to find it. Thanks. So some people had some really specific... uh, um, snacks that they like to eat at Disneyland and California Adventure. And I wanted to go around our California and find out when you guys go and if you're not going to eat at any counter service or restaurant, what are the snacks you like to eat around Disneyland and California Adventure? And I'll start with Michael this time. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure. Sh- snacks. Does that mean like from the, the vending carts? Probably. Or... Okay, because see, I was thinking sometimes when I snack, I like I like the um, the kebabs, you know, over at Bengal Barbecue. I consider those a snack. That would be one. So okay. Adventureland would be the um, Bengal Barbecue. And what's your favorite kebabs? Um, what what are the kebabs? Oh, I like that the the, <laughs> the, the, the beef one that sort of has the sweet, mm, the teriyaki marinade. beef. 
Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Is. I think that's the one. And I and I like the veggie one as well. That's a good one. But I like them all. I mean, they're all really good. And they're they're not you know they're not a full meal, but they're just sort of to hold you over. Popcorn is always a perfect snack mm-hmm. for me. I always get that. I in Fantasyland, I like the frozen lemonade. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And if if it's a hot day, <laughs> I like the pineapple skewers, but they're larger in California Adventure in Cars Land. You get a better deal than you do at Disneyland. Really, those spear the pineapple spears. Yeah. Good to know. Okay, so if you're in California Adventure, you're going to go for the pineapple spears, and at Disneyland, you're going to go for the Bengal barbecue uh, skewers. Well, yeah, uh, uh, there's others, but I'll let the other folks (laughs) share theirs. (laughs) Tony, what would you go for? I would get the Matterhorn. From now it's, where is it? You know, the the Macaroon. They've moved it, right? Oh, yeah, it's a Jolly Holiday. Holiday. I still haven't tried that. um, Ice cream. Just a, like from a Gibson Girl or Stage Door, you know, like an ice cream cone, mm-hmm. waffle cone. Um, we're just at Disneyland, right? Or are we yeah, going so everywhere? Far. Okay. Um, that's, I can't think of anything other than sweet. The big pickle does not excite me. Yes, I said that. Um, <laughs> no, I got to think. And then, yeah, popcorn. Those are my three. And what about California Adventure? What would you go for? I know. I oh really? Mm-hmm. What is it? <laughs> the caramel corn. With yes. Nuts. No, not with nuts. The caramel corn that's hot. Oh, okay. That used to be. I haven't been in a while. Shh. Um, <laughs> they used to be over by. Um, uh, Soren, wasn't it? Yeah, by Soren. Soren is that still there? I, I don't know. Lately, and then they had another one somewhere else, and I loved it. And Andrew and I we used to go see the electrical parade and eat that. And now the electrical parade is no longer there. No, no, I've been there since that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I'm just saying I remember that. Um, and oh, and now because there's ice cream. If you're noticing a combo, um, Ghirardelli. Getting a oh sundae. yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite snack is a Ghirardelli square. Oh, the little squares that they give you as a sample when you yeah, go in there. Ones. The free ones. <laughs> Smart. Okay, so you're starting at California Adventure, Tom. So it's okay, the Ghirardelli. Um, I can't think of anything specific at California Adventure I snack on, actually. Other than that, or um, like the some of the stuff at Cozy Cones is really good. Like the the churro bites or the the pretzel bites are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the sweet and spicy popcorn. When they have that, I've had that once. I've, I've never seen it again, but I liked that when I tried it. Uh, over at Disneyland, uh, got to repeat, Gibson Girl. I, I, I'm a sucker for an ice cream cone. Uh, and their ice cream cones are, are nice and big. Churros are awesome. Um, popcorn once in a while. My wife loves the popcorn, so she'll get popcorn and I'll have some of that. But usually it's a churro or two. Um... Nothing substantial, actually. Well, because we're just talking if about I, if, snacking if across the If I want to eat, parks. I sit down and eat. I don't snack, snack and go. Okay, for me at Disneyland, it would be um, the pretzels with the jalapeno cheese melted mm-hmm. inside of them. Those are so good. Um, I would go for that. I would go for a Dole Whip. 
mm-hmm. um, over in Adventureland, provided that the line wasn't an hour and a half long. Um, I On really hot days, I like the frozen lemonade. It's just refreshing to me and doesn't... It just tastes really, really good. Um, and I'm more of an ice cream person, too. I don't really get the popcorn. I used to like the churros, but I don't get them anymore. I don't... And I like the... Um, Back in Toontown, the pretzel sticks with the with the caramel and chocolate around them, those are really good too. I don't get them often, but they taste really good. Over in California Adventure, um, I like the mango with the chili powder, the mango slices, mm-hmm. and then they have lime and chili powder that you can put on them. Oh my gosh, they taste so good. They're um, really refreshing, and I tend to have those if I'm going to have a snack in California Adventure. Um, other stuff that people put on there Figment J-I-I um, Figment J2 could be um, was very specific and Disneyland she had start at Starbucks and get a drink peppermint soy mocha head to Tomorrowland for a churro Edelweiss snacks for a pork shank have any of you guys ever tried one of those pork shanks in Not Disney World no. yeah I don't live in bedrock <laughs> Dino gets it for you. Um, head to Small World Mall for a Mickey pretzel. Frontierland, the Golden Horseshoe for a Rupert Float. Those are really good. They are good. Uh, head to New Orleans Square for beignets and mint julep. Um, the beignets are also really good. Uh, Critter Country for a Tigger Tail. Those are very popular. I've never had one, but I know that a lot of people love them. Have you guys ever tried Tigger Tails? They're full of uh, marshmallows, right? Yeah, yeah I do not like marshmallows at all. So I don't like it doesn't the texture. No, never. How about you, Michael? I've not had those. No, I've just I just take pictures of them for other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, then she goes back to Adventureland for skewers at Bengal Barbecue, like Michael. Tiki birds for a Dole Whip float. Turkey leg at the Hub. Candy Palace for a caramel chocolate apple, and exit the park with a bucket of popcorn from Town Square. But she's Jeez. not done. She then goes to California Adventure. Starts with a Mickey marshmallow cone at Trolley Treats. Um, ice cream sundae at Clarabelle's. She likes the hot fudge sundae in the trolley car. And those are really good. Um, another Starbucks drink. Popcorn by Soren. Turkey leg by Toy Story Mania. Ice cream sundae at Ghirardelli's. Um, frozen apple juice and pretzel bites at the Cozy Cones. Frozen apple slushy at Mad Tea. And the caramel corn from the popcorn stand at Elias and Company, which is what um, Tony had said that he liked. And then other people had uh, other ideas. I like this one from Christina, 4109, put, You'd find my butt permanently planted in Adventureland, eating as many Dole Whips as hum- humanly possible. Nice. Yeah. So there are some, there's some other ones. They're cute to watch. Some of them have some other ideas that we didn't mention that um, you, let you know. You know what? You know what snack they have at Disney World? Okay, I'm going to say there's one thing I like at Disney World. And that is um, at their, at Casey's Corner. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It, they have corn dog bites. Gosh, have you ever had those? That sounds really good. They are really good. They're like little mini corn dogs. Those are tasty. <laughs> so, that sounds... Um, I, wish we, I wish we had those. They did have a little snack. It was kind of... Um, Nick and I had gone over to the 
I always forget the name of it, but it's where the meet and greet for the princesses are. The fairy tale. What is that area? Where they have Princess Fantasy Fantasy Fair. Fair. Yes. I don't know why. I need to put a post-it. Princess Fantasy Fair. On Saturdays, Fridays and Saturdays when they have the swing dancing there, they sell these little like, they're, I'll call it empanada, but it's kind of like a little, a meat turnover. That's not big and it's just enough to take away your hunger. And it was like um, hamburger, like a cheeseburger um, in Mm. a little empanada. It was really, really good. And they had two different flavors. And so we tried it out because we wanted to do research, of course. But um, I recommend those too. Those are good. So um, for the listeners, if you would like to read some of the other ideas that our um, Dizzers have shared, or if you have some that you would like to share on the thread, you'll see it in our um, show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Des Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.